time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gore and More podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser. And joining me, as always, is your dark lord of knowledge, Chadwick Chrisman. What's up, bitches? And my name is not Chadwick. <laughs> and <laughs> the killing machine himself, Bobby Amon. What's up, you fucks? And the luscious, the sexy, Big Johnny D. <laughs> he looks so professional. I love it. I have a question for all you gorehounds out there. Will you go to prom with me? Oh! <laughs> there it is, everybody. I hope you liked our new intro. I hope all the audio sounds good with all of our new equipment. I hope the video <laughs> looks crisp. It looks like you paid a dollar. <laughs> Hello, yeah, yeah. lady. Oh, shit. Oh, that's good. See, that's I think the problem we're having with the Chad Chadwick problem here is the, uh, you know, it's the stepbrothers thing. You, you said he looks like going to a job interview. <laughs> it's not Chad. It it's not Chadwick, it's Chad. Uh, right. I think it's the silent wick there. Okay, that thank you. Me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, uh, thank you for joining us on another episode. So we got 1980s prom night, but before we get to that, it's time for you Big Johnny D, what'd you do? Uh, let's see. Still on lockdown bullshit. Still waiting for hopefully a callback. Uh, our governor just extended everything, so that kind of fucking sucks the dick. Uh, on the good note, got some cool new Switch games. Uh, I've been playing with a lot more friends online because of this whole Corona thing. Everybody's getting on like Xbox Live and shit like that. So at least to stay in touch with friends and all that shit. <laughs> uh, finished up. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, really good. Uh, it's prom night, Jack. Prom night. Come on, yo. Oh, Look at it. Now we're gonna go into like this point right about here. No. We're, gonna, we're not there. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Yeah. What? Give it about 20 minutes. Fuck that, dude. I hate wearing ties, man. That shit can't. <laughs> that shit had to come right off. I was like, all right, we'll do it for that. If Chad talks, can you guys still hear him right now? Chad, what's up? Yep. yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, Heather was right. There was, for at least me, there was like a, 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 a two echo. second, yeah, two second echo. Yeah. I heard it. Um, and I don't, I don't know why this is. This might have something to do with it, but my audio was out of sync with the video. It does that almost every time we do the the video intro. Hmm. Like I was okay, trying to get hilarious. The song, <laughs> but no, man. Uh, other than that, just been a nice chill week. Uh, experienced a hell of a fucking weird weather, as I'm sure you guys did the other day. It was like I'm fucking crack. We got all four seasons in one day. It was great. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but uh, no, man. Other than that, just nice chill week. And uh, yeah, Chad, how have you been, my brother? I've been well, thank you. Uh, this past week, uh, we celebrated my wife's thirtieth birthday. Awesome. Happy as, birthday, as best we could, we were still under lockdown. Uh, our stay-at-home orders were actually lifted on Friday. 
So as a Friday, we can go out and do more things, but I pretty much ignored them anyway because I was over here every week doing the damn America. show for you guys because, you know, <laughs> fuck Tom Wolf. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> what about his health advisor, Chad? What do you think about his health advisor? You mean Garth's mom, dad? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Garth It's like Garth in drag. Really? Yeah, and it, it is a dude. Oh, wait, so Lady it's Garth from number two? It's a transgender. No, it's I'm, a no, seriously, it is. I know, I know. I just, I just... I just, it's a, it's a trans <laughs> And by the way, I have to say every picture, every video of her, she looks like her mom just died. Like she has this yeah. look like she's like on the verge of tears. Okay, fair enough. A really, really creepy looking man, woman. <laughs> but no, like I said, we celebrate her birthday as best we can. I've watched a chick flick with her because that's the kind of thing she likes to do. She's not much into horror, but she's getting there. Uh, unfortunately, she didn't get time to watch Prom Night with us. So, uh, I mean, you could call her, but she wouldn't have much insight on the, on the movie tonight. I tried to, you know, find time to watch it with her, but we just didn't, didn't get a chance. And we tested the uh, calling feature earlier, and it does work. You can talk to me, but you cannot hear the rest of the boys. But you will come up through the feed. Uh, it's the way it's set up, and it's the best way to prevent echo. That's Fair enough. Best we can do, yeah. Yes. Uh, then Mother's Day was kind of you know quiet and relaxed. Oh, and I did start playing God of War over the weekend, Johnny. God of Awesome. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm oh, enjoying. dude, it's so good. I got to say, it's really weird to be playing a game like this that doesn't have an active jump button. How the hell does um, that work? Okay, so you're not an Xbox guy, right? Obviously, right. you got... Um, so I mean, there was a game. There was a game on Xbox called Rise, and mm -hmm. it kind of was the same way, dude. Because you know, you're all just like, he was a Roman warrior, but same fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like, it was more realistic. It was like nobody's gonna be able to fucking double jump. Like, even though you have all magic powers, I get it. It's kind of weird, but yeah. But if anybody should be able to jump, double jump, it should be this guy. Yeah, but he's like old as fuck now, dude. He's yeah, but wait, wait, wait. So I just have to ask: Did you get to the first god battle? How uh, far have you? The uh, Balder, yes, yeah, where he, like he was just fucking knocking him around outside. Oh yeah, his yeah, you just could not beat that guy. He's bro. He was like were you not just like this the whole fucking time. You were like this one scene was better than all of fucking goddamn Endgame. Like holy fuck, dude! And it only gets more. Epic you drop a fucking mountain on him, and he still comes back. <laughs> right, dude. <laughs> oh, it's so good, man. That's awesome. I'm glad you uh, finally hopped into that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. And I, I got it for free, by the way. Awesome. Because, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. when I replaced my PS4, <laughs> I, got, I got it bundled. I got this bundled with it along with Last of Us and um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Last of Us, SJW. Yo, if you want to catch some Last of Us news, check out the last episode of Wake and Bake. I, I, nah. I heard about it. I've, I've read the spoilers. I don't I'm sure I'm some people have, but, you know, I had to just throw the least a shout out for the show. <laughs> But their other show, it's, it's delicious. But hell yeah, dude. Now, speaking of wake and bake, just for the hell of it, uh, TJ, why don't you tell us your uh, flavor of the week that you got in your pen? Pineapple Express by Cresco. Fuck yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, great movie. Plug for my work there. <laughs> there you go. Hell yeah. <laughs> I have sponsors. I finally tried some of our uh, product there, buddy. Yeah, it's they don't stock it as much as they do the other stuff. They got a liter off the days, but they got like which is hilarious because we are literally a mile from the from the dispensary. Aspect. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Or maybe it's such good quality that people buy it so quickly. That could be. 
That could very well be. Well, everybody's getting them extra money government checks now, dude. So, you know. Oh, they spent that all on the first day. Trust dude, me. Dude, oh, yeah. That was a weird income <laughs> No, dude. I'm talking about the people like me on unemployment who are getting the extra 600 bucks a week. Dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, if you got your stimulus <laughs> check like a month and a half ago, it's gone. No, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not talking about that, dude. <laughs> Brought to you. Oh, it is. That's a sexy camera, buddy. This is. I, Chad, even your life cam works. Yeah. Earlier, we, we we rebooted the system, and it was blurry. And I was like, "Ah, just wait, Chad. Autofocus." I can't believe that's like a thirty dollar camera. <laughs> I know, right? That is that is awesome. <laughs> nice. They were more expensive when they first came out. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, I will not say how this one is attached to to, sh- to bring you, Chad. Crazy glue and gum, right? <laughs> <I'll take it>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I'm good now. Must have been Bobby again. Uh, <laughs> Fucking anyway, yeah, baby, guys. All right. Okay, but but before we continue, I would just like to wish uh, happy birthday to Jeremy Brown. Yes, happy birthday to Jeremy Brown, happy Brown birthday, Jeremy. Film director of Friday the Thirteenth, Vengeance, and Nightmare on Elm Street. Up all night, and tomorrow is my son's sixth birthday. Oh, so happy birthday, Cameron, buddy. Now wait, wait, happy birthday, sir. Are you going to show him a horror movie on his sixth birthday? I probably won't have time now. That would be a uh, Camwick Christmas. The Wick is silent. Uh, Continuing on. Uh, Enough about me, Bobby. How about you, buddy? What's new with you? Hi, I'm Bobby. (laughs) Um, It was good. Uh, Mother's Day was good. We just celebrated, obviously, at home because there's not really much else we could do anyway. And then I was a total, like, besides a hard geek, I was a different kind of geek this week. I was messing around with RC cars and shit. Yeah. I love remote control cars. Dude, I had one that the Claude Buster that I that you build. Mm-hmm. So I have parts coming for that this week. Taking a little break from cosplay because well everything's done at the moment. And I'm so I'm taking like a couple of days away from it. And then so working on that. And then I got a few figures and a couple other things coming soon so all that'll be coming and then cosplay starts up at the end of the week nice but we're hanging in there it's day by day so not really too too much still working my ass off and making the money so i'm taking it and i'm fucking gone that's about it tj what about you buddy well okay so i did a lot of cosplay stuff uh, a lot of new cosplays so uh, I talked earlier this week about maybe possibly doing a Scarecrow from Batman Begins. That has been talked to, and I'm in the process of trying to find someone and get a quote on said Scarecrow mask. And then I finished my Halloween 5 costume. Uh, I will now show Bobby the knife. Uh, <laughs> Halloween 4 5 knife. I want the knife. I will have resin copies made by Cabin 13. Shout out to Cabin 13. Yes, please. And Holla. I will get two. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then I got my herringbone coveralls. Uh, very accurate to screen. And I'm so afraid to touch them because I don't want to ruin them. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to. I know I do. But they're nice. And then Michael Labati from Michael Labati Studios, proud sponsor of Goremore Podcast sent out a Halloween 5 mask that he sculpted from the ground up called Tower Farm, and that fucker's on its way, and I got an extra thick pull on the bell, so it's a, a little thinner when you put it on. I wanted that because it looks more Nicolas Cage when you do that. <laughs> and uh, I'm all about that life. Uh, set up the new lighting in the studio. Well, a lot better. 
and cleaned up a bit, cleaned up the computer a whole lot, mixed up the audio here. We have an iPad running into the soundboard now. We got a whole bunch of uh, reducers and stuff. Hopefully the, the sound's a lot cleaner coming from everyone. And we no longer need the Bobby noise removal. So <laughs> when that, the fact that we don't need that anymore, hallelujah. Uh, and I say that like uh, Medea. Uh, <laughs> John, can you do a Medea hallelujah for me? Uh, no, because I've never fucking watched any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Not just you. I, I've never seen Tyler Perry's back role, Baxter Stockman. You ever watch uh, Out of the Shadows? He does a really good back. I haven't seen any of the other. Wait. Oh, the second Ninja Turtles too? Yes. No, I've turned that off a lot, like 15 minutes in. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Fair enough. Okay, guys. Uh, no, I did <laughs> podcast here, podcast there. And then Saturday I did a show with Carl Winnery and Dustin Montier from Friday the 30th Adventures and Jason Rising. Nice. Um, talk about cinematography. And I loved every minute of it. Uh, we had one rule. You're not allowed to talk about gear unless we approve it. And they didn't talk about gear the whole time. And I could promise you as soon as that fucking podcast was over, that chat was full of gear and links. Uh, they are in fact camera nerds. And I love it. Uh, you know, and then I started watching Twin Peaks uh, again with Sarah. And about 50 minutes in, the acting was too much for her. And she said, can we please shut it off? That's <laughs> <laughs> well, how you know the show's good. And then I completed Leon's campaign on Resident Evil 6, and I moved on to Ada, and I realized it was way too hard for me right now, so I went back to Chris. Uh, nice. <laughs> Chris's campaign, but I'm in the third chapter of that, so I'm plowing through. Uh, kind yeah. of like a, like a jock on prom night, which moves on to our episode this week. Uh, segue. 1980s prom night. Where the fuck's my cursor? There it is. Uh, directed by Paul Lynch. What else did he do? Yeah. Let me pull that up real quick. Paul Lynch. Uh, he has also done his first film was a movie called The Hard Part Begins. He's done a movie called Blood and Guts. Uh, right after prom night, he did another horror movie called Humongous. Ah. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, other movies. Um, straight away from horror for the most part until right around 2000s era. Uh, did Frozen with Fear. He also did a movie called The Keeper. Uh, which actually starred Dennis Hopper and Asia Argento. Hopper. Yeah. Other than that, he's done television movies, television series. You know, he's 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 kept busy as a director. Awesome. Two of his movies. Also, I'll remind you guys: if you want to be called, leave a comment in the live stream, and we will give you a ring-a-ding on Facebook Messenger. Just be a friend with me on Facebook, and you can be on the show. Who picked Prom Night? That would be a meme thing. If it's a slasher film, it's me. Yeah. Uh, that is a safe bet. Nine yep. times out of ten. Yeah. Uh, yeah, guys. So written by William Gray, produced by Peter Simpson, starring Leslie Nielsen as Mr. Hammond. Holy fuck, that's awesome. Yes. JLC as Kimberly Kim Hammond. Casey Stevens as Nick McBride. Eddie Benton as Wendy Richards, Michael Tuff as Alex Hammond, Robert A. Silverman as Mr. Sykes, Peter Oliver as Vicky, David Mucci as Lou Farmer, Mary Beth Rubens as Kelly Lynch, music by Paul Zaza and Carl Zitterer. Mm -hmm. Cinematography by Robert C. New, edited by Brian Ravick, distributed by AOBCO Embassy Pictures, get a new name, released July 18th, <laughs> Runtime of 92 midgets, budget of 1.5 million, 
grossed $14.8 million. Oh, yeah. Made a good bit of money. It did. After Friday the By the way, guys, uh, quick, quick quiz for you. Uh, what other movie did we recently review that was also distributed by Avco Embassy Pictures? The Fog. There you go. Bobby's on top of that shit. He oh, they also did Escape from New York. Ooh, I love that one. Chad, yo, roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> Chad volumes on point because we fucking have the gain up fifty percent. A night to be beautiful. If it works. A night to be desirable. A night we can. A night we can break all the rules. Look at that ass. That's a sexy logo with a prom night. That's like very seventies. Everyone at the high is getting red for prom night. It's a day of rehearsals. Arrangements. Final preparation. And last and last call. Holy cleavage, Batman! I have a boner. Yes. Yes, the Magoo is the prom. Someone, someone has come to the prom alone, alone. Silent corridors. Someone who waits. Someone who waits until no, till no can help. Can help. From night. If you're not back by midnight, you won't be going home. Be coming home. Bum, 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 bum. You won't be coming home, all right? You'll be coming. We home. will not be coming home, guys. No, we're not in the paranormal, and this is not the place to advertise your paranormal group. Uh, so give Gorehounds a call. Anybody that wants to be called, leave a message in the comments. So, other than that, I think it's time to get into our sexy little discussion. Ooh, rundown first. Ooh, we're not Ooh, coming home. We're we're not coming home. Chad, I now would, that you have volume, I, I would love to, and I, I look slightly less comfortable so that everybody can see my not-so-sexy, slightly gruesome face. There we go. Mm. Uh, for six long years, Hamilton High School seniors Kelly Lynch, Jude Cunningham, Wendy Richards, and Nick McBride have been hiding the truth of what happened to 10-year-old Robin Hammond the day her broken body was discovered near an abandoned convent. I didn't know that was a convent. I thought it was just a school. Mm -hmm. uh, the foursome kept secret of how they taunted Robin, backed her into a corner, and until frightened, she stood on a window ledge and fell to her death. Though an accident, the then 12-year-olds feared they would be held responsible and vowed never to tell. Now, after years of keeping the secret, Robin's sister Kim is about to be crowned prom queen, but a chilling event undermines her party plans. Revenge for the six-year-old murder is around the corner as the unknown observer turns maniacal killer, stalking the high school halls. Kim's friends are disappearing and the dark, empty halls are filling with blood. This was the senior prom where some were crowned and others were losing their heads. Sounds like my prom. <laughs> okay, so we're going to give Barody Kane a ring-a-ding-ding-ding-ding! Brody Kane, you alive on the Gormore podcast. What's up, you doppelganger, king of banger? 
not not much, maybe not much at all. Just getting ready for work this week, so you caught me at a good time. <laughs> okay, buddy. So this week's movie is 1980s Prom Night. How is it? Uh yeah. Well, this is going to be a short and sweet convo, <laughs> I dare say. Um, it was pretty bad. Um, <laughs> It was pretty bad. I'll never get that hour and a half back in my life. Um, However, there were a few things I really did like about this film. And there was the opening, the the start of the film, the first 10 minutes was, I thought was really fucking cool. Um, There were a few little details in there, like when the music cuts in between um, the interior shots and that just to spice it up a little bit. I thought it was going to be a different film. I don't know, just... Yeah, just thought that. Um, I've got to give uh, a shout out to old slick Seymour Crane. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, guy was great. A for confidence. A for confidence. Can pull up in a pedophile van and pick chicks up <laughs> and snag it and jag your root. Hats off to the man. Hats off to him. Um, Vicky's booty. That was yeah. the film point. Damn, dude. Brody's knocking all my points out of here. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to keep him on the rest of the fucking that, day. The hidden scene was, yeah, I was, in, I, I was, I was um, all, all for that. Yeah, the heading scene was quite, quite good. Awesome. But yeah, that's my, two, that's my two cents on prom night, mate. And, yeah. Awesome, man. Well, uh, thank you for uh, providing us with your two cents on prom night. And thank you for coming on another episode. Okay, no you. worries. Thank you, boys. Yep. Talk welcome. to you, Brody. Oh, man, I wish Brody could have heard us. Right. Oh. He will whenever he listens back. Okay, sure. so we're going to give Heather a ring-ding. Ring-a-ding-a-ting-a-ding-a-ding. Oh, she's been very vocal on her dislike of this movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> if there was a chest, she would shit on it. Although I have to disagree with her. Right here, right here. Gore. Yeah, right here. Right here, shit right here. Hello. Hello, Heather Dye. You are live on the Gordon Moore podcast. What do you think of 1980s prom night? There we go. Hey, guys. <laughs> um, I don't have a hell of a lot to say because I've been drinking all day Ooh. and I forgot to like, grab a sheet of paper to take notes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but all I can say is I know I was so disappointed. I kept waiting for a gory kill and I got shit. I was like, come on. What about the decapitation? Like, the decapitation was the only decent thing. <laughs> but it was like, that was the very end. Like, you had to wait till the entire, through the entire movie to get that. It's like, but you, you I had this cool. villain was like, what the hell? Like, Chad said to me, well, remember Halloween didn't have any gore. I was like, but Halloween had Michael. <laughs> like, what was this guy? He was so lame. <laughs> he was fast. We're going to call him Ski Mask in his guy. Hoodie? Like, what, what? What was with the glittery ski mask, by the way? <laughs> Things were just glamorous. It's it's all he was just trying to make a good like that. <laughs> well, Heather, what would you have to rate prom night? Oh, what would I rate it? Um <clears throat> for how much I did not get Bobby. any pleasure out of watching it, I think. Even though the acting was good and the script was pretty good, I'd, I think I'd have to go 2.25. Okay. That's actually more, that's more generous than it. I was expecting. Okay. Very generous <clears throat> is one Heather Die. Thank you for coming on another episode. Thanks. Catch you in the next one. All righty. Bye. 
Okay, so we lost our Amone, but he will be back soon enough. So you guys will get the three of us. Moving on it's with a threesome. Oh, it's a threesome. It's all fun though. Okay, Chad, uh, we'll take this opportunity to peek behind the curtains. No, 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 wait. wait. We have not. Oh, that's true. We, we haven't talk about even it. started talking about it. And I, and I want to get Bobby back on here so we can do some more behind the scenes. So, He's coming in. He's coming in. He, uh, he's coming. He's coming. He's coming out. Coming out. Coming out. Coming out. Coming out. Oh, boom. There he is. I don't know what happened there. I'm connected. It's all good. Yeah. You're okay. Some girl stole you and took you back to the stairwell, man. We get it. Yeah. So not fast. Prom God. We did our she coffee. terrible. Wasn't for us to discuss it, guys. What did you get? What did you guys all think? Um, I like the movie. Uh, I think it is a shining representation of Jamie Lee Curtis's early career and definitely uh, one of the films that allowed her to assert herself as a scream queen in the early 80s. I will agree with that. I feel like it was kind of more of a cash grab using her name. It was. And and, uh, it was a super slow burn. So She was, she was actually a last-minute signing. Uh, her part was supposed to be played by uh, Eve Plum, Jan Brady. Oh, Okay, to which... For me, at least, I'm sure at the time, name big, yes. But for me now, or I'm sure most of you guys, like, you know, you just mentioned that. I'm like, who the fuck is that? So. The- exactly. I agree with John on the cash grab for sure for this movie. Her performance was the best out of everybody. I will say that. But it was definitely like, okay, she's here to sell our movie. That's exactly what it was. Because I like it, but I'm at the same time like, there's a lot more I was expecting. Yeah, it was it was okay. It's not something I'm gonna go buy the Blu-ray of. No. But we still got some really really nice Jamie Lee. <laughs> Yo, yeah, man, we still got some really nice Jamie Lee. Yo, Facebook updated. Oh, yeah. It looks like shit. Again. What's that? Facebook updated again. It looks like shit. Eh. Oh, weird. I will say Jamie Lee Curtis did have some pretty sweet dance moves. It though. is. Yes, so, she did. I mean, that that cleavage has to be. But it's, 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 actually, she was dancing. Better when she was just out there on the floor before the prom even started. When she was just oh just, yeah, yeah. she's makes me wonder what them hips really do. <laughs> As you can see by my name now. Hey, Robo, <laughs> Robo Foxy, hi, Hello, buddy, welcome, sir. Yes. Welcome Would to that be the? Uh, <laughs> is that the Sex Machine cosplay? <laughs> yeah. Do the boop. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You got if you don't have the gun with the double fucking uh oh man, the double chambers. <sighs> I haven't watched that movie in a fucking minute. Oh, <sighs> but no man, like this movie was it's it's still like just another early yeah, it was just a eight early eighties run of the mill, but like I said, or like you know, like you we all said. I, I, I took a couple notes during the movie, not much, but I said, I, watching it, it felt like it was made for TV. It, like, especially the very beginning, it felt like it was a made for TV movie. We did discuss this uh, with Brody earlier, and I, I agreed. Like, I was like, it's like a soap opera. A little yeah, bit. yeah. I have that. Eight, what did I say? 80s haze for days. Yeah, what was it? Uh, was it Young <laughs> the Restless that creeped oh you out? Oh my God. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, listen, I can't even explain why. I was just a little kid. My grandma used to watch that shit. It's like a weird time in the afternoon. I would always hear that on. I'm like, I'm fucking out of here. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. Those little kid phobia things. Yeah. Okay. So I, I had this one question, like, and I cannot fully understand why they did this. Um, 
there was a, like right after the beginning, like where it flashed back to the present, which would have been 1980. Uh, it showed the parents, they're sitting there and they're looking at a picture of their dead daughter. Mm-hmm. Why was it a black and white picture? Yo, man, there's a lot of time period things I think you could ask about this. I question. thought that was just so weird because she died in like 1970. <laughs> what the? <laughs> what the hell? All right. Like she died in like she died in like '74. Everybody had color photographs then. Why was it black and white? That was just seemed like a bizarre choice to me. It probably not. It's budgetary constraints. I'm going to bet. Budgetary constraints because color photographs were so expensive back in the <laughs> Exactly. They had to pay for Jamie Lee, dude. Like true. all the money went to her. Yeah. Everything else was extra. I also, and I, I brought this up in the chat. What the fuck? Why was everybody on the phone for like the first 20 minutes of the movie? Every scene, somebody was either talking on the phone, answering the phone, the phone was ringing, and it was annoying so, me. To, to it, I feel to answer that appropriately, it is prom night. So everybody's calling for the date. Like that, that's what my take was. Yeah, but most people I, have dates like weeks before prom. Listen, bro. <laughs> I mean, granted, I you know I I speak with the times of when I went, but I asked my prom date over fucking AIM. So <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you I totally just dated like, yourself saying that. <laughs> I don't give a flying fuck. I said I was gonna do. I was a last. My prom, prom even predates that. So, dude, listen, it was last minute decision. I wasn't even gonna go, and I was just like, ah, fuck it. So I was just like, yo, you want to go? She's like, oh yeah. I was like, All right, cool. <laughs> I asked mine two weeks before, and she's like. Don't I have to sign a paper? I'm like, yeah, you could take care of that. <laughs> you could take care of that. Nice. Yeah. I like it. I also, and this is also my list, I really got a kick out of, and I don't know if they ever did this, I got a kick out of fucking unibrow smoking in the school hallway. <laughs> Dude, I, you guys are like hitting all my bullet points. <laughs> uh, well, that was a I can attest, but when my mother was in high school, oh yeah, there were people fucking smoking right in the hallway like really? that. Oh yeah. Huh. She, I, she I believe it, it, dude. They didn't give a shit. It's a different time, man. I guess. Back then you could smoke in front of a baby and nobody questioned you. Now you do it and it's abuse and the baby's going. <sighs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think we're trying to get uh, pimped. Not pimp. I think we're trying to get sold a prostitute here. On, on yeah, what the, the hell is thing. this? What is so? I think that this Isaac guy is trying to sell us his his twenty four year old, almost twenty four year old prostitute aunt Nanny, which makes no sense to me. But it's happy to know bad. that I'm virgin. coming later. Let's continue with this review. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus! But that was that was my notes. So I unibrow. I just got a kick out of that guy. <laughs> Oh yeah, dude. He was, but I mean, the coolest guy was definitely Slick. Oh yeah. Fuck Look, yeah, dude. <laughs> the puppies couldn't get out. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> just enjoy it. Just enjoy the weird uh, shit. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I am, dude. I'm just not like, a, not enjoy it. It's just like, wait a minute. Okay, so not only did the short, chubby guy with the creeper van get a last-minute date on prom night, that dude had a hollowed-out history book full of joints yes uh and that is that was the winner stud. okay he yeah. is shelly but the cool version of shelly final tap edition <laughs> oh yes <laughs> no you are 100 correct dude like and he laid 
with that. <laughs> he got laid. <laughs> His best line was, you know what I think I need? What's that? I think I need another joint. He's like, you do too. And I'm like, I love this fucking guy. I don't want him to die. Come on. Yeah, I was like, why did he have to die? Come on. He didn't do anything wrong. Yo, bro. Straight up. And I know somebody already fucking. Yeah, dude. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh. oh. <laughs> Oh, oh fuck, dude. I, Guys, I think our chat just turned into you know. <laughs> I, am, I don't know. What's beyond words here? I, I don't, don't know what know to what's say. What's going on? I like it though. It's fucking nuts. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yep. Yo, this no, is taking a new level here, Lord. Shit. Oh, I think we're officially in Howard Stern level. Yes. Now. <laughs> I mean, the audio version won't make any sense. Of shit. <laughs> so, so Brody, the doppelganger, Kanga Banga, Adriana, the Virgin, uh, Isaac, the Pimp, and <laughs> Big Johnny D, Sex Machine, and Ch and uh, the Dark Lord. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> dude, this is great. Anyway, <laughs> I don't even know where the fuck we are anymore. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Something about a Johnny G, you had a big question, didn't you? Did I? I don't know. Did I we don't know that we're not even that far. We're not even close to that. We were still. We, we all discussed it. Let's, yeah, let's let's get on to the let's get on the behind the scenes stuff. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> oh god. Oh Jesus. The, okay, so the line: it's not who you come with; it's who you take home. <laughs> appears in all four prom night movies. Okay. Four. There's four of Fuck. There's this one. There's two of them that center around Mary Lou. I don't remember. She's like a ghost. And then the fourth one is like, I don't know, some child molesting priest. I, I honestly don't know. Alrighty then. I don't even think I'm making that part up. <laughs> but I'm sure you're not, dude. Like Brock Simpson is the only actor who's appeared in all four prom night movies. Brock Sampson? That's what I thought too when I saw that. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? No, it's Brock Simpson. So it's like uh, Brock it. Simpson's, Simpson's alter ego. <laughs> yes. In um, one of several scenes removed from the theatrical version of the movie, Principal Hammond takes his wife to visit Dr. Fairchild after a visit to Robin's resting place at the oh, cemetery. Fuck. Don't even read it, Chad. In the office, and the men talk privately in the hallway. It was revealed that Robin and Alex are twins. All right. Okay. So that. All right. Well, that's taking one of my questions out of the way. So. Yeah. That. That. I kind of assumed that. It took me to the end of the movie to finally figure out. Oh, they must have been twins. I mean, and Brody brought this up too because it was kind of the whole like. I figured that's why they put him in the same striped shirt in the beginning. Like that was just like, well, yeah. Heather, there is gore in this movie. Your failure to see that just because we don't see throat getting slit and stuff. We do get to see the aftermath yes. of that. I know what you're talking about. Yes, there's a special effects team. I understand your problem with gore because we don't actually see what I, what, I don't know. Compared to other slasher movies, we're not, you know, it's not edge of the axe where you see the fucking axe smacking off the person's head. Yeah, but I feel like 19, yeah. 1980, you didn't see a lot of gore. You got to compare movies. this to um, like, the slasher movie was still a prototype at that yes. time. Yeah, that's true. So it, it was took a while for it to develop. And this was actually almost a PG rated movie. Okay. Actually, really? I could actually see that. The sequel is uh, Hello, Mary Lou, and it is a supernatural film. It's actually really good, too. Featuring Michael. Who the hell is Mary Lou? It's actually better than this. Uh, I love the movie. I, I, I liked it too the first time I saw it. I saw it a long time. Uh, okay, okay. So, according to director Paul Lynch in the documentary, oh. goes, 
Plot Why is he dark? Uh, so uh, he was having a difficulty securing financing until Jamie Lee Curtis signed on. Once the film was shot, Paramount expressed interest in distributing the movie. However, they only wanted to open it in 300 theaters, whereas Avco Embassy Pictures offered to release it in 1,200 theaters. Avco released Prom Night as a result. That same year, Paramount released another independent slasher film that nobody's ever seen, nobody's ever heard of, Friday the 13th. Ah, there it is. <laughs> oh. uh, Jamie Lee Curtis did her own stunts at the movie's ending. Ooh. According to the Blu-ray commentary by director Paul Lynch, the van that goes off the cliff in the movie was actually stolen by the stunt coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> That's phenomenal. That's that what like gorilla filmmaking. That's yeah. fantastic. So can I? I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to say like one little special point about that scene, and I love it. The only you could tweak that whole scene by just adding 30 second delay of just. If the van wasn't on fire as it was rolling down, like it would roll down the hill, land, wait like 30 seconds, and then big explosion. That's <laughs> the difference between horror explosion and comedy explosion. Yeah. I felt like he was almost <laughs> right there, dude. You know what I mean? Like there was a fine line with this one. Like they could have had it in a couple moments of slapstick, and this movie would have been like <sighs> phenomenal. I mean, I was kind of laughing during that whole van chase scene. That almost felt a little slapstick. I loved the van chase. That was, yeah, dude, that, oh, that was great. <laughs> My favorite scene. Uh, Hamilton High School is the one thing, the one setting that all the prom night movies have in common. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I already mentioned this. Eve Plum, Eve Plum originally auditioned for the role of Kate Hannah. She was actually signed to play it, and then they got Jamie Lee Curtis at the last minute, and that allowed them to get a bigger budget. Uh, composer Paul Zaza wrote all the disco songs in only five days. I mean, I feel like you, I would say you could tell, but at the same time, like, yeah, you know, got, got <laughs> shoulders, he's got your shoulders moving a little bit, maybe. I don't know. I it's disco. It's not that hard to write. It's true. Hamilton High custodian Mr. Sykes, albeit drunk on the evening of the prom, knew that a killer was loose because he was secluded in the same storage room that Wendy, Wendy ran into when she was being pursued. You can see the camera pan left to his silhouette shortly after she enters the space to hide. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was an interesting thing because I... I just thought he was like crazy Ralph, you know, just according to Paul Zoggy, the prom scene was shot with actual disco hits that the production company later realized they could not afford the rights to. That gave him a week and a half to create similar original disco songs from the movie that were close, but not so close that they could be sued. Dude. So that makes total sense of why the song prom night sounds like, um, Oh, I, I wish I knew that. It, I think it's like starlight or something like that, but it's literally like the same fucking beat mm-hmm. like that, dude. Yep. You can literally sing it over top of it. <laughs> it's amazing what you do to get a movie done. Oh, yes. Right. Uh, I took the time to translate some of this stuff. She's talking about uh, bumps on her skin in Christmas time. What? <laughs> <laughs> bumps uh, on her skin. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm it isn't fucking Christmas yet. Topical cream. Do you like pina coladas? Oh, oh, so fucking! I don't. Even, I can't, oh, continuing on. <laughs> Thank you, Chad. <laughs> filmed over 24 days in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, from August 7th to September 13th, 1979. The Don Mills Collegiate Institute served as the main school location, while the Langstaff Jail Farm in Richmond Hill was used for the abandoned building featuring the movie's beginning. There were deleted scenes of Leslie Nielsen talking morosely about his daughter's death to a doctor and also scenes of him chopping wood, which were meant to point him out as a suspect. There were also deleted scenes with a psychiatrist informing Leslie Nielsen that his wife 
uh, has serious problems, not just depression over their daughter's death. And another scene with her looking at a picture of their daughter, Robin, on the wall, surrounded by flowers, which were meant to make her seem like a suspect. So it was originally more of a murder mystery than what we got. Uh, there was also a scene with him speaking to a psychiatrist about Robin's death and its impact on Kim, how she gets depressed from time to time, and about them being twins. And Alex doesn't remember the death at all, but obviously he does. Hmm. The subplot about Leonard Murch was added late in the production of the movie, which was completely out of place and a total red herring and had... shouldn't even have been in there. Thank you, because that just seems so, like, it felt last minute, dude. You know what I mean? Like, you were already like, what, 30 minutes into the movie? And they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, there was this one weirdo dude who happened to be there at the same time that we didn't talk about before, and we caught him, lit him on fucking fire, then he was institutionalized, now he's escaped, and we're going to totally just... Not even think about that anymore, really. Yeah, that was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in a movie, I swear. Like, All right, what the fuck was that, dude? Like, <laughs> just want to light them bitches on fire. Right, that's all they wanted to do. They were just like, we just need somebody on fire. In this we movie. need fire. <laughs> they figured out slashers. Fire, fire, put it in. So he's like a prototype Freddy Krueger slash uh, Cropsy. There you go. Right. The original version of the film was given a PG rating, but the studio was afraid no one would see a PG slasher movie, so they upped the violence to get the movie to an R rating. Interestingly, the first and only slasher film to be rated PG is, gentlemen, Tourist Trap. Tourist Trap. Boom. Love that movie. That was it a is great, really great film. No, that, was good. that was a fucked up movie. <laughs> I enjoyed that. <laughs> Director Paul Lynch developed Prom Night after a meeting with producer Erwin Yablins. Lynch had wanted to work on a horror movie, and in response to a suggestion, he utilized a holiday as a basis for the movie. Lynch decided on building the premise around the event of the high school prom. Uh, Paul Lynch's original idea, and I have it later on in my notes, was about a uh, serial killer gynecologist. Ooh, I like Yo, that. Yo, come on, why couldn't we get that? <laughs> Uh, this movie is famous for being one of the only slasher movies with a sympathetic killer. I can see that. Yeah. Prom Night would not be the only movie actresses Jamie Lee Curtis and Anne Marie Martin, that was the, uh, she had the guy name in the credits, uh, would star in together. Jamie would reprise her role as Laurie Strode for Halloween 2, hmm. and Anne Marie would play Darcy, Nurse Karen's friend, in the movie that is promised to ride home from the party at Steve Mackey's house, and she was uncredited for it. Basically, just a little cameo. Uh-huh. Vince Siskel called this a watered-down version of Halloween crossed with Carrie. Another, <laughs> another critic called it a combination of Friday the 13th and Saturday Night Fever. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good analogy right there. Uh, Robert A. Silverman, who played... Uh, what was the custodian's name? Sykes. Uh, had just been in a serious accident was still undergoing speech therapy prior to acting in this movie. That's why he talked a little, a little strangely. And uh, he came up with the idea to put tape on his glasses. Nice. Okay. Uh, director Paul Lynch, this is it, Mersley conceived a movie about a psychotic gynecologist to catch it on Halloween. But upon being told that such a movie would be distasteful, he retooled it into prom night. That would have been very tasteful, just saying. How has Troma not put a movie out about a killer gynecologist? Yeah, the pussy prowler. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a uh, porno. Both Jamie Lee Curtis and Leslie Nielsen starred with Adrian Barbeau in two separate horror movies, Curtis in the Fog, the same year as this movie, and Leslie Nielsen in Creepshow. Both, yes. both of them didn't share scenes with her. Huh. Uh, David Mucci, who played uh, high school rebel Lou Farmer, a.k.a. Ooh. Unibrow. 
had a serious medical condition. He was forced to be immobilized underneath the stage for the scene in which Lou is decapitated. He was terrified that something would happen while he was trapped there, so director Paul Lynch held his hand for the duration of the scene to ensure him everything would be all right. Aw. <laughs> okay. So I'm guessing he might have been somewhat mentally, yeah. you know, mentally disabled, something like that. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis also had a murderous brother, Michael Myers, in Halloween. Unlike the former in which he tries to kill her, in this movie, Alex Hammond completely ignores her. And yeah, that's my yeah, pretty much tries to protect her. Okay, holy fuck, almost lost a can. Okay, guys. Woo. So, yeah. All right. Gone. All right. Well, this is gonna be hard because a lot of people already hit these questions. Thanks, Brody. You fucked us up. Uh, no, it's all good. You know what, man? That's fine. Because uh, I think I still got maybe one more, and it might be just kind of a easier one. But yeah. So, uh, Lewis, which was unibrow dude, uh, or Lou. Uh, why the fuck were his dudes kissing up on his date? Yeah, that yeah. was that was really cold session incoming. Bum, 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 bum. I mean, she like definitely like smacked him away, but I was still just like, whoa, bro, that was a little <laughs> weird like, to have. What the fuck all was all those that, guys dude? Like, car, you know what it is? They were all aboard the hoe train. Ah, there it is. Yeah, Ugh. they were thinking about <laughs> gangbang. Wow. Yeah, but don't you I mean, really have to have the chick like ask that question first? <laughs> you don't just start making out on the shoulder. Oh no, you He just takes. Ah, yes, that, that's fair. That dude looked like a total fucking <laughs> caveman, didn't he? Uh, yeah, they, they all did, dude. They yeah. all fucking big, like mm, forward brow, fucking. Yeah, they were. Uh, let's see. So we definitely talked about the man of the hour, dude. Fucking slick. Slick there. Uh, it was awesome. My question was going to be like, is this one of the only movies where a random fat guy gets laid, however, and it's not supposed to be a funny side plot? True. Yeah. Because usually anytime a fat guy gets laid in any fucking movie, comedy or whatnot, it's always supposed to be like a ha ha ha. But no, dude, this dude totally wrote up pimp style rape van like we called it before. <laughs> And that girl was just like, yeah, dude. And, and he got and it. Like that, he had the fucking Seinfeld ruffled pirate shirt on, dude. <laughs> but what? I want to be a pirate. Fuck, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I like at the like, end of that episode. The puffy you know, shirt, you know, dude. You know, you know, it's not a bad looking shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Can you spare some change for a poor buccaneer? <laughs> oh, Yo, no, Steve. He had the shag carpet, everything, and he oh, really God, nailed it out to the max, mm-hmm. dude. He was just—he was the best part of this whole movie, dude. Like, he was I want that band. more of him. I right? want that band. Oh, fucking love it, Brody, because it's called Overkill. Make <laughs> <laughs> sure that little bitch is dead. Wait, throw the right? You wanted to make sure that you just this wasn't like a oh maybe it's her the whole time. No, no, no. She got off. Yeah, you, you. We gotta assert that that she is dead. Maybe, she, maybe she survived. Let's make sure. <laughs> Give it ten more minutes. There is no red herring here. <clears throat> dead space. Hello. Hello. Sorry, Johnny. I was sharing stuff. Sorry, I was sharing the uh, thing because I actually got a couple more back. It blocks me after like five minutes. It's a straight pedo mobile. It's Matt the Jew. Uh, hello, Matt the Jew. Oh, what's uh, up, buddy? Matt will be coming home to us very soon. Matt the Jew uh, has been getting his life together, and he is coming back to Man Hall of Heroes. Right on, with buddy. With a unnamed host. 
So stay tuned for the return of Hall of Heroes. A less boring version of Hall of Heroes. Less boring. (laughs) Much more Jewier, much more entertaining. All right. Uh, And they will have a Patreon, and he will collect shekels. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I'm like, wow. Wow. I can't wait for the Christmas dreidel episodes. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you right now, if we're all going to hell, these episodes are the total reasons why. Yeah. But you know who's not going to hell? Matt the Jew, because Jews don't believe in hell. Bingo. He's less boring. There you go. <laughs> By boring, Chad fell asleep. That was uh, how he cured his insomnia. Uh, yep. True fact. True. Please, breathe new life into that show. Moving on, moving on. Douche of the movie. You know, this was a hard one, dude. There's a lot of douches in this. Oh, it actually is not. The dude that goes to have sex with a girl and the girl's like, no. So he's like, okay, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah like, like, I can't even give it to Unibrow. That guy was just yeah. a total douchebag. He literally was like, maybe. He was terrible. I mean, to the point where he even took the corsage out of his lapel yep. and throws it at her. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. See? He gets my jokes. He gets <laughs> Shackles are the only. <laughs> <laughs> right. oh so I don't know, man, because like I'm saying, like okay, yes, that he's definitely like top runner, lose top runner. I feel yeah. even Wendy could go in there because like say she's a fucking bitch the whole time. Like, I would say a real douchebag is her because she literally has a scowl on her face at everything all the time. What does that have to do with the That's scowl? Crazy. The fact that she's like trying to use other dudes for her plot to get, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I'm going to go with her. I, I give it to Unibrow, but at the same time, he just doesn't give a fuck. I give it to her. She's a bitch. I don't, Man, know, I don't like her nipples. She's not going to. Oh, I, the dude that was like, hey, we're not going to have sex, so I'm going to leave. Yeah, I mean, that that, nipples were not the best. I did not enjoy her nipples. They weren't. They, Trent would not approve. No. <laughs> we're Friday the 13th. That's what I'm thinking of Trent. I'm going to have to say about really thinking about it, I'm going to almost have to agree with the guy that left his woman in the no. thing. That was, that was hard, dude. Like, And he could have saved her. Like, It almost could have been like, you know, if they did have sex, he possibly could have saved her. She might have not. But it's not his movie. Nope. And if they did have sex, they definitely would have both had to die because that's horror movie rules. So either way, they were both getting killed or killing each other because of that. But he got out of there, so you know he's good. I, I'm stick, I'm sticking with him. I'm sticking with him for Douche the movie. That's fair. I don't know though because no. <sighs> Unibrow though, dude, he was just grabbing up on them too though. Man, I don't know, man. Dude, a lot of like weird fucking. Okay, if you put the Unibrow in the context of he looks fucked up because he might be mentally challenged in some way. I don't think he was meant to. He cried during a fucking scene because he had to go underneath the stage. Okay, but we, the only reason we know that is because we're talking behind the scenes, just watching the movie. Yeah. Just the main fucking huge bully dude, like, who's grabbing on chicks' asses and shit. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna have to go I'm with going the next with guy. I'll, I'll agree with that because you know what? I'm going with the girl. She was a bitch. Wow. I wish I wish we could have got Brody to say it on the phone call because just hearing that in the Australian accent would have been fantastic. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> gross. 
<laughs> so anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, I yeah. guess that to the questions. Uh, what's everybody's favorite kill? Decapitation. Yeah. Decapitation. Yeah. Dude, That's I like how he literally just blood swing, and it's like halfway through, he's like, fuck, I did this too hard. <laughs> <laughs> Bang! Boom! And he just fucking... I love how the head rolled down onto the runway, came yeah. to a stop perfectly, sitting straight up and down. Yeah, <laughs> and it just, they leave it there for the rest of the movie. <laughs> but that was an awesome shot of everybody running out and then just yes. the light bulb twinkling around and shit. It that was great. I like, laughed so hard as soon as he fucking started swinging that axe. I was like, this isn't going to end well. This isn't going to end well. And I love it. Oh, I When he started going on his rampage, what was it with his screeching? Like, especially when he first started attacking Wendy. Did you catch it up? It's just battle cry. Everybody needs to cry, man. What's that, dude? <laughs> oh, it's so weird. Okay, and I love the glittery mask, dude. Like, it's like, we're in a disco movie. You might as well have a disco killer. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. It's got to be the right way. That's true. That's true. Moving on. Uh, best scene. Hmm, van scene, dude. Van chasing. It's gotta be the best. That's not gotta go through. That was hilarious. That was Man. that was now that I think about it, that was almost kind of like the uh the killer on the car in uh Town Dirt Sundown. Mm. Oh yeah. But, yeah. Yep. Uh I would have to say for mine, um There's a TV version of this? Mm-hmm. We yeah. had some of the deleted scenes. On back YouTube, in. you can find nine minutes of the deleted scenes. Ooh. <laughs> My favorite scene probably would have to be um the ending, like before we find out who he is, that whole sequence from the chopped head forward. And by the way, I got to say, the first time I saw this was a long, long time ago. I was like in my teenage years. And even I predicted who the killer was. Like it was not it, a surprise. Yeah, they didn't really do the red herring, I feel like. Well, I don't know. No, they, they didn't. They didn't. Because like, you're like, who else? Like there was really nobody else at that scene that they showed that they could have been. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. But eh, whatever. TJ, what was your favorite scene, buddy? Uh, my favorite scene? Yeah. I I think that's pretty evident. Uh, it's whenever he swings that fucking axe and gets <laughs> the electrical panel. Yeah. Uh, I love oh, it. Yeah. I'm really <laughs> trying to find it. Just, I, I, I've done this I, too hard. I should I should have seen that coming. It's it's glorious. <laughs> that is incredible. Sauce already. Yeah. Not as good as that though. Oh, I miss our soundboard already. I know. Yeah, be fixed. Well, that brings you the opening scene. Hook you in, guys. Uh, yes. I mean, I was kind of wondering where it was going to go, but I was like, well, there's only kids. I think in it's set up so a good backstory. And, you know, you know, I've said this uh, countless times before. The best slasher films set up a good five to ten minute backstory and then go from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They don't fucking do 20 minutes mm -hmm, Friday 13th remake uh, and then go into a completely different story. Or make some sort of convoluted fucking thing that they try to do throughout the subplot. Oh, with flashbacks. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I do it. Gave me that whole just 20 minutes, just the front of that movie, and that was it. That was fucking great. Right. Like, yeah. Holy shit! Was I pumped when the fucking title hit, and then the rest was just like, <laughs> what the fuck just happened, dude? You just, I was fucking erect that whole 20 minutes. Now it's just nothing. If like, you take those two and separate them. Yeah, fine, wonderful. It'd be fine, but no, no, no. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, well. And Open we made it 56 minutes in before we had a discussion about Friday the 13th, 
we did not that he wasn't mentioned, but had a discussion about. It. I feel like that was also the amount of time in this movie that the technically would be in the second kill, seeing the little girl died first. But the actual second kill in the movie was about that long too. Yeah, I yeah, was a little ways in because it was like once it happened, then it was just the floodgates of it all happening. But Chad, you look oh, like no. you're. Uh, we talk, we talk, we can still we talk? do a sidebar real quick? Sure. Uh, I was reading on forums in Reddit, as I do a lot. I probably shouldn't. But uh, what do you guys think the highest kill count in a Friday the 13th movie is? Which film has it? Jason, Jason X, 28. No. Jason X is, yes, but how many? I don't know, dude. How many was on this? I wonder how many people were on the Grand We do. Uh, it, yeah, it came out. I found it on a Reddit post. A convention before the director died, somebody asked him, and it's, it's on audio recorded somewhere, but he said that that, that space station had 20,000 people on it. Holy wow. shit. So you take the 32 kills in that movie plus 20,000, and that's how many people. Fucking 20,000. Every fucking ranking you see on Facebook, of like, how many kills did Jason have in his movies? How many kills did Michael have? No. Jason is daddy. He is the fucking twenty thousand and thirty-two kills in Jason X. Thirty-two counted that you know of, and the other twenty thousand can't miss it. Don't you always get an argument though that people are like, "Well, Jason didn't kill him." I'm like, "Yeah." Technically, if he didn't get the guy killed, exactly. it wouldn't have counted. Right. But since he did, guess what? Who's steering the fucking ship? Nobody. Jason did it. Fuck you. Continue. <laughs> I just got Bobby revved up, dude. <laughs> you want to go, bro? I'll go through this. Friday the Thursday sidebar. I um, don't even remember where we were. That's right, Matthew. Jason is the slasher daddy. That's right. And that's right. He, I got him right over here. He's over he, here. Actually. And that will be an official Gormor wait, fact. Wait, wait, wait. John. Yo. Is it doing it again? Doing what? It is. Deep. It is. <laughs> John, keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> Say it again, John. Say it again. Do it again. Oh, no. He, he cut out completely. No. Oh, <laughs> no. Give us a refresh. Give us a refresh. Refresh. I want a... that. <laughs> God damn it. It was doing it again. John's sexy deep voice. We heard a hello. <laughs> and it was so awesome. Oh, come on. <laughs> I was I was feeling a tingling down oh. below. Oh, <laughs> it's coming back in, guys. I need Papi Puris. There he is. Say something. Test one, test two, test three, test four. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> oh, this oh, is oh. John. You're. I think you have a whole glitch. Uh, you either have to do the clear browsing data thing or a full restart, buddy. I'm going to guess it got full halfway through the fucking show because we're streaming. It got full, guys. It got full. Yeah, we can't hear you, buddy. We can see your mouth, yeah. but we can't hear you. Luckily, Damn we know it. what it is, so the show will go on as we continue. <laughs> so, Matt, I'm going to go on your comment there, bro. We're this close, Chad. <laughs> it will happen again. We will have the salty balls. Chad. <laughs> I'm gonna go on your comment. What you just? A hooker. <laughs> yes. I think the offer's still on the table. Oh, what's that, Bobby? You know that comment you just said? I could see your mouth moving, but I don't know what you're saying. Yes. 
Sounds like a blowjob. Oh, oh, there we go. <laughs> okay, guys. Yeah, where where did the hookers go? Like, I think they finally bowed out because our numbers dropped to skosh. So I think all uh, all the pimps and the pimpettes just fucking bowed out. That was so fucking weird. Tripping. I, I just really wish the people that are going to listen to the audio only version could see what we were reading. Right. <laughs> that was so fucking oh. weird. Some weird Spanish. I don't know. Was there Russian or something in there too? The one guy had like a Russian name and they were like trying to, for anybody that's listening, they were, I swear to God, they were trying to like pimp somebody out to us. And just for a reminder that the audio only version of this podcast will be available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and, and pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. And also on your source for pop culture, much more dobackdiscussion.net. John Dranscock is ready to join the stream. John. Had that girl wrote back, I poppy, it'd be better. Hey, poppy. Nope, nothing. I can hear him. Nope. <laughs> I can hear him. It's your settings. It's your settings. Check your settings. Look in the gear. Check the drop-down menus. Oh, it's the settings. He's just got to fuck with them. John, talk real quick. One, test two, chocolate ice cream. <laughs> salty balls. Chocolate, it, salty balls. There it is. <laughs> yes. Yes. Victory. Oh. Yes. <laughs> No, I don't know what Am the I problem is, but it, it, your audio is just so horrible. Like it cuts out what and it's like super low. But he sounds great. Sounds Weird. sexy. I think she gave a price, but it was Spanish. <laughs> yeah, sadly our exchange rate, and we do not carry pesos here at the Dubak Studio, so your uh, exchange cannot be processed. Sorry. We give you two uh, cents. That's about it. Yes. <laughs> John, can you hear us? I can hear you guys just fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little delayed, but he's there. Here, I'm going to kick John out and then bring him back and see how that works. Oh, Wait, say the voice right. one more time, John. And I'm going to oh, refresh, and then oh, I'll be right back. God. Oh, shit. Hello? Hello, 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 hello. I got you, guys. I, I got you, Bobby. I can't hear. Do you have them? No. Uh... Okay, apparently Brody and them can hear me they can hear us they can all hear us but we can't hear them okay what the fuck i it's something on their end something's well, going that's on weird all right so i got the low voice at least for like one sec damn it dude i wish it stayed dude you had it for like 10 seconds oh god damn it dude because we could that would have been a fucking end of the episode right there <laughs> right that dude wonderful bro i would have went straight into singing fucking mother lover dude from oh. just, yeah Dude, I mean, you know, you know what? If, if everybody can at least hear us now, we'll do a little bit of filler. But uh, all right. to all the mamas out there, happy yes. belated Mother's Day. Uh, happy belated Mother's Day to everybody, yes. Yes. Uh, yesterday was your mama's day. I don't know about you, but I went out, got my grandma, my mom, and my wife some flowers, uh, a couple cards, did all the drop-off while still remaining socially distant, you know, uh, but still showing the love. For my mom, for Mother's Day, she just wanted a cake from her favorite bakery, which is right down the road here. Nice. They make, they make fresh buttercream cakes with any Ooh. kind of filling you can imagine, like every day. Nice. Uh, funny enough, it's uh, my wife, actually. That's what she wanted. She wanted me. She's like, go to the, uh, it's like one of the best bakeries in town. She's like, I want donuts from there. I'm like, yo, done. And uh, oh, I am yeah. so glad I hit because, and I also picked up a fresh loaf of Italian bread because I'm like, yeah, 
I'm here. Oh. I'm getting it, dude. Listen, you know, if it's fresh oh. Italian bread, you ain't ever getting back. Oh, my God, dude. I should have got two so I could just eat the whole one loaf on the way fucking home. But <laughs> <laughs> you just sit there gnawed up. Oh, bro. I could, dude. It's so good. What, um, the farm I work at, sometimes they get big loaves of bread and, you, and they all have separate vehicles inside them. You'll just see loaves of bread and they just start gnawing on them. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Fuck it. Dude, listen, man. You got fresh Italian bread, especially from the bakery, dude. Oh. Oh, nothing better, dude. But man, this kind of sucks with this whole tactical difficulty. <laughs> yeah, even Chad's like, "What in the ass is going on?" We don't know. Yeah, dude, I don't. It, this is fucking awkward, man. Like, it's weird that you and I are still coming through. You know what I mean? Yeah, like we're good. I don't understand why they're not. Huh? Interesting. So, fuck it, dude. What did you watch this on, by the way? I watched it on Tubi. Yeah, so did I. Uh, I know. Shout out to Gorehound uh, Heather. She said it was also on Shutter. So. For anybody who has not watched it yet, you got two options, at least right there for you. But I feel like I kind of almost wanted to watch the 08 version after this, dude. Because I, I watched saw... it once, but I don't remember it. Hello? Oh, I did. oh there he is! Hey! Yeah, I think I know the problem. What's the problem? It has to be this weird setting that switched automatically on here. Well, that's How? fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I, can think... I, hear, I can't hear Chad. Wait. Chad, talk. Chat's up. Yeah. Oh, okay. There he is. Yeah, so I, wasn't, I wasn't saying anything. Yeah. No, I know. It looked like you were paused for a second. Like you were like. No, no. I was, no, I was looking at TJ because he was explaining. Yeah. Sorry. Fair weird. enough. Fair enough. It's weird. It's it's the weird input. We're running two external webcams and everything else. I, I don't understand. I don't think it changed, but I think when he got knocked out, something happened. Huh. And then we tried to refresh. I don't know. I feel pretty with Johnny. <laughs> Well, hey, welcome back, everyone. Yes, the man. show goes on. We, we kept it going. We uh, just to fill you guys in in case you yeah, we can hear you guys. Oh, yeah, good. All right, at least you could hear us then. Oh, okay. everybody else could hear you just fine. They just nothing was going on through our, our end. All right, all right. <laughs> I was like, shit, we, this is gonna be a lot of dead air. We gotta talk about something. <laughs> we gotta talk about something here. Kudos to you guys for keeping it going while we were having technical difficulties. You by guys, you, okay, uh, we're on best hits, hottest girl. Yeah, absolutely, Jamie uh, Lee. Jimmy Lee. That cleavage alone wins me over. You know what, dude? I don't know, man. I'm going to say Vicky had a really nice ass. But uh, Wendy yeah. was looking pretty good in her prom dress. So I don't know, man. It's tough. Mm. Yeah, I got to go with Jamie Lee on this one. Yeah, Jamie Lee. She did it with... Man, she did have a... We won't have, have that problem again. I just disabled them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I will say this with Jamie Lee... You never see her boobs until a comedy movie in night. You know what? You don't need to see boobs because the cleavage is enough. You can cuff and get off just on that stuff. I mean, yeah. oh my God, it's the tease that makes it. Oh yeah. my God. Jim. And then I saw Trading Places and I went. Yeah, that's right. Wait, wait. Were you guys talking about calzones? No, I no. Have, no. No, that's okay. how they're Just, you know, wanting us to talk about those calzones. No, we were talking about the Mother's Day, which led into... Italian what we, bread. What we each did, yeah, and then a lot in the bakery talk, which led into Italian bread, which led into us salivating over that. So, and Roger, <laughs> and my mom about, hates me. And talking about ricotta cheese, ricotta, ricotta. <laughs> oh shit! So I, I gotta say, Jamie Lee in this one as well. You know what? I'll just go. Yeah, she was top notch. There's a reason they brought her into this movie. <laughs> she showed just enough skin to intrigue you, to entice mm -hmm. you. Right? And you were hopeful because you were like, ooh, Jamie Lee in the shower, and you were like, damn it. Nope. You're hoping to get it. Yeah. So, 
What does that take us to, gentlemen? Did the score set the mood? Oh, yeah. Well, if we're going for uh, Saturday Night Fever here, then absolutely. I thought the score was excellent. (laughs) Yeah, I did too. (laughs) I love the score. Uh, I think it... I love the score. I think it sets the mood and it fits the movie very well. And you can't go wrong with a disco sequence, especially in a slasher film because it's so unique and stands out among so many other films that came out in what I would like to call the golden age of slasher films. The only one that I can nod besides, I'm sure, other prom night movies and prom circulars is uh, one that we've already watched that we were really confused because it started with a disco party at a Halloween disco party at Christmas time. Oh God, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Remember that shit? Oh, that was great. Oh, dude. I loved that movie. I could watch pieces over and over again. That was a good one, dude. Like, I need to get that shit on Blu-ray for real. Exactly. That was so good. That was that was my, of your picks. That was my favorite. And then don't open till Christmas was like your second. That was really good too. That was the same director. Yeah, that was good. Santa Slay was the shit. Wait, no, that was the one with the the Christmas disc. Yes, that's right. Yes. I don't know why I was thinking pieces. Probably because of the same. Wait. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was thinking pieces perfect. myself, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Anyways. Yes. So, did you guys get a best song by chance? The first song they Not played at the prom. Not really. The song, but the song they played right before that. I like that one. Uh, yeah, sure. I agree. Because the prom night song, it was just like they said prom night and then a couple other words over it. What the? <laughs> it was like prom night. Yeah. Don't feel, Are you okay feel all right, prom I can hide behind my head. <laughs> <laughs> <I> was strong. <laughs> oh, hiding behind his microphone. <laughs> One thing I will say about like the, the sounds in this movie, though, if, seeing we're kind of on this topic. Uh, yeah, we didn't get like the direct on shot of the killing, but the sound effects for each of the kills were pretty nasty oh yeah they did sound fucking like also the killer's voice was very reminiscent of billy from black christmas yeah yeah Yeah, i thought about that when i was watching like like the screeching yeah Uh, i want to lick your pretty big pussy (laughs) 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 what was it a heavy breather he's like oh yeah you like that (laughs) jesus christ Bobby. I get into it. That's all I gotta say. Oh, uh, fuck, uh, oh. <laughs> I, I am so sad that we already lost John, sexy ch- right? chef voice. I'm sad, dude. I can't even uh, hear it. One day, <laughs> I will get things that we can do that in real time. So don't you worry. <laughs> yes. I want to get a whammy pedal that controls only John's voice. <laughs> oh yes. I can just, just you know, reach over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how you got? And he will never know. <laughs> yeah, but I want you to tell me because I can <laughs> You have to tell him so he could sing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. When you guys were uh, muted, I was actually going to go into Mother's Day if I still had that fucking voice or mother lover. I mean, yes. That we did not cash in on the Mother's Day slasher film for this week. We didn't. We oh, did crap. not. No. Oh well. Uh, there's always next year, guys, because yeah, season right. two is coming. The trilogy. You're the trilogy. Yes. Uh, that's, that's so cool. So, you know what? I think we're probably going to be unanimous on this. Maybe. But favorite character, gentlemen? Slick. 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 Hands down, dude. <laughs> Slick for sure. That dude was the pimp daddy of pimp daddies. He was. He was an honest pimp daddy. That's exactly what he was. Final tap Shelly. <laughs> I, I love when he met Jamie Lee Curtis's date. He's like, here. It's like just a little token of my gratitude. <laughs> 
He's like, I'm Nate. He's like, and you are slick. He's like, I bet you are. <laughs> I should have named that as the best scene. That was hilarious. Uh, that was good, dude. I still love that he had the puffy shirt, man. That just fucking made it for me. Like, I already <laughs> loved him. And then you came in with that, dude. I was just dying. You know, it's not a bad looking shirt. <laughs> hey, you know, this is before the fog. He's technically the first pirate in a slasher film. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Speaking of puffy shirt, uh, sad note today, we lost Mr. Costanza. Yes, we did. Rest at, in uh, peace. 90, at 92, yeah, rest in power. 92 years old. He lived a good life, long life. Legendary so. comedian. I've heard, I always heard stuff before. He did Seinfeld like years and years ago. Fucking funny shit. We have to oh, celebrate yeah. Festivus. <laughs> As you should. That's right. Oh, man. So, was it scary? Terrifying. Nope, not at all. <laughs> Terrifying. Terrifying nope. as in uh, the copy that I watched had, was super hazy. Uh, there was grain for days, and we even had tears in a couple scenes. I honestly think the haze is just a result of how it was shot. I don't think there's any way to okay. fix that. Then why the fuck was there tears? <laughs> what, uh, what did you watch it on, by chance? What? Uh, I watched it on Amazon Prime via Shutter Channel. Okay. Oh. I watched it on Tubi as well. Oh, yeah, as well. I had no chance. Did you guys experience the grain or the tears in the footage? I don't know if I saw no. it. I saw or am I experiencing this because I'm watching on 4K television? That's also awesome. possible. Okay. I mean, I got it on 4K too, but I don't You're know. Tubi was just you experienced the haze though, correct? Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay, but you did not see the grain, the tears, or any of that. No, it was actually other than the haze. It was actually still like a pretty clean copy. I thought. Okay. You yeah. You should see the the one through the Prime channel because I don't think that they're streaming from Shutter. Really? Oh. Copy. So, so it almost I can check well out that and the actual copy on Shutter in itself. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Okay. Interesting. I'll be. I'll have to look into that tonight because I use both. So we'll see how that translates. Right, yeah, right. Tubi was pretty decent. Because I thought, you know, Tubi probably goes off the Shout Factory one because uh, Tubi features Shout Factory yeah. on TV. Yeah. So I think that's what you guys got. So you probably got the direct 2K scan of the original negative. That's a good possibility. Rather than probably a digitally upscaled DVD. So this is kind of like the comparison of when we both watched uh, two different uh, copies of pieces. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We got a it's version. been a while since we had a discussion about this. This is great. I love doing yeah, this. It's wonderful. Uh, have you guys ever seen this on VHS anywhere? No. This is actually my first time seeing it. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, my time it. it's my uh, third or fourth. Uh, I watch, This is actually a movie I watch quite frequently. I don't um, know. The JLC movies from the, this time period are just a, a constant thing for me. This, Terror Train, and Halloween. Dude, Terror Train was a good one. Terror yeah. Train of the t these two movies was the better. That was scary. This for I me. Again, Paratrain, the cinematography is just fucking crazy good. So yeah, it was just a better Who Done It movie too. You haven't watched Paratrain yet? No. Huh. Who did what? that review with us? Was it Tyler? Or was it it, it, I remember because I I had worked late that night. Yep, that was a real fuck. And you guys called me up in the middle of the show to ask about the the one mask. I'm oh, sure yeah, yes. we'll comment uh, here. Be like, hey. oh yeah, that's right because it was the Sleesack versus Gorn. Yeah, and oh it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love the fucking arguments. <laughs> right, dude? Classic. Oh, shit. So, do we think it holds up today? Uh, I want to yeah. say as a slasher film, early slasher, yes. I can't yeah. remember what the remake was, so... The remake was okay. Oh! Okay, cool thing about the remake. 
uh, the killer's weapon is a tire iron, and on each end of the tire iron is a different instrument of death. Dude, I rem- okay, yes, I do remember. Oh, that. yes, that's yes. interesting. Terror Train was the last one I did with you guys so far. Yeah, we'll get you back on here soon, yeah, buddy. Who knows? Bobby just has to go to White Castle again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the sigh of disappointment, dude. I love it. Bobby, is that a cell phone or a TV remote? That was a remote. Cell phone. Oh, he had the remote earlier. I saw it. He wasn't <laughs> sniffing it, so it wasn't a remote. Uh, yes. <laughs> Corey, where's my Corey Coffin? Somewhere. I was going to say, I know when Heather was calling, and he was definitely playing with it because he had that up there with the number two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, I mentioned this with TJ earlier. I got to bring this up to you guys. Over the weekend, I watched uh, again for the first in a while, first time in a while, I watched. Um, oh, Hannah. Hannah, shut up. Hello, sweetheart. Oh, what was it? I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy 2 over the weekend, and there's a yes. character on there I swear to God looked exactly like Kaufman. And it's not Tom Tolls because that fucker's dead. Is <laughs> <laughs> he part of the Reavers or, or whatever the hell those are? Yeah. Yes, or a certain appointment. Lots of vaginal health back in check, so we won't have that anymore. <laughs> yeah, he was one of the uh, one of the yes, uh, whatever they call it, ravers, reavers. Do we have uh, an actor name for it? Or I, I didn't look it up. I'll okay. have to find out. You know, seeing that we're talking about Corey, <laughs> we uh, drop our. Oh wait, we can't do it. Can't do that yet. That's right. Sorry, forgot. We got to get throw on the TV spots. We're, we're transitioning to. The- <laughs> I, w- I want to call this Gormore Shit Show 2.0. Because we're working our way through things with a new, higher quality everything. So give us time. We'll perfect it. Very wow. good. But shout out at least to all of our sponsors. Yeah. Every last one of so, them. So uh, who can name all of them? Well, we have seven. We got Lance, uh, Mass by Lance. Cabin 13. Cabin 13. We got ourselves on, you know, getting our sweet fucking merch so you can not look like a shitbag. Uh, or Costume Studios. Can't forget Marcio. Bobby, help me out here. Oh, um, Death Style Graphics. Yes. Grave- Did we say Graveyard Classics? Yep. Uh, yeah. That's part of uh, Death Style Graphics. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Michael uh, Labati Studios. And uh, do we want to go to our energy, the energy drink? Or is that doesn't count for this one? I mean, it works for everything, technically. So okay. I, if, I, if I'm on the show, just use that. Uh, guys, if you. Uh, Want a good, solid energy drink, and Chad can attest to this. Uh, raise energy. Uh, go over to repsports.com, use code POWERHOUR, and get a discount off of Raise Energy and all other products at repsports.com and support the network. Also, head on over to dobackdiscussion.net. Click on the merch tab or go on over to tpublic.com slash dobackdiscussion and pick up some fucking merch. Quit looking like a piece of shit. And buy some hot swag today. So, so guys, you can look like a sexual Tyrannosaurus. Ty- oh, just like a Tyrannosaurus. So, guys. Strip this on your sore ass blade. <laughs> acting. Acting was good in this movie. Yeah, it was good. I it was kind of like Leslie Nielsen playing a straight lace character for one. Dude, episode. I was just waiting for one of those Frank Trevin lines of like, <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a midget at a urinal. I was going to have to stand on my toes. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I just want to tell you both good luck to you. We're all counting on you. <laughs> oh, before uh, I forget, Bobby, who's coming on Rabbit Hole Saturday? Oh, um, hold on. I, I know. I had a moment. We have on Rabbit Hole on Saturday, because I, for, 
hold on. I know who it is, but now I forgot. Oh, Terrifier himself. What's his name, though? David Howard Thornton. That's it. David Howard Thornton is coming on Saturday. Uh, Art the Clown falls down the rabbit hole. (laughs) Yes. Uh, No politics, all movie. Yes. Yes. Uh, So enjoy that thoroughly, guys. Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Nick Strawn, myself, and Art the Clown, David Howard Thornton. So, guys, cinematography on this film. I will say I will credit it for a couple of shots, a handful of shots, and one in particular would be the pan shot during the chase through the gymnasium. Fucking gorgeous. And also, can I always can I talk about something real quick with the killer? The way he's shot and the way he comes into frame, he's always running. Like he's always in a rush to do something. Like think of it like whenever he goes to kill uh, Unibrow. Like when he becomes in a frame, it looks like he was running. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so, and I like how they frame that shot. So they, they left it they left it sit there. Then I had him run. Action! And then he like 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 he ran and then he fucking books it down that fucking hallway and then it just pans. It's it's fucking beautiful. I wonder if there's outtakes because I want to see how many times he missed his mark filming that. <laughs> that's <laughs> red. That'd be great. Uh, oh shit. You know that's Bobby. a that's a Bobby type killer. Just fucking running. <laughs> see? Run right though, dude. Like he was always I think the only one he wasn't was his first one there in the yeah when she was getting dressed. But like Wendy, he he instantly was at POV like straight at her at the mirror, and then that was a good chase down. But that's the one you're talking about, right? When he's chasing her through the gym, like yeah. she lands. Up. Yeah, 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 dude, he books ass after her. Dude. Yeah, like, that oh, scene, and then the uh, unibrow when he dies, the, the, both of them, they're he's just running. It just yeah, it's true. Uh, and I think that's why he over overshoots that fucking axe cut. Like why it goes in because he's going so fast. Like he's a fucking right. so he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's nice though that at least they kind of set it up that um, you know if you're wondering how this dude's kind of taking out all these other guys, they showed him in that fight prior to where he was taking on three dudes by himself. You know what I mean? Yeah, so he's like, a fat motherfucker. Also fighting Unibrow in that scene, mm-hmm. right? Was and us lackeys, <laughs> his minions. <laughs> Fucking A, dude. That's exactly what they were. <laughs> Can we also talk about the one punch it took. One punch. Bro. It right? was so smooth. <laughs> I okay. wish things were that fucking easy. So, wait a minute. Who's not. stronger, though? Him or Slick? Because Slick punched his ass out fucking, like, backhanded him once, and he fucking flew out that van. I'll tell yeah. you, that one punch shouldn't be too surprising, because if you look this. Uh, I think it was the first scene where showed him when they were adults, and he shows him, and he's wearing like this really almost like a skin tight shirt. Dude, that dude was fucking jacked. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was. Dude. Yeah. Like, he you was. can see his fucking muscles under that shirt. That yeah. dude was not uh, some skinny mini. That dude worked out. But okay. hell yeah, dude. No, oh yeah, when he was in the principal's office and he's just like huffing and puffing there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's about to pass out. What, you think I'm gonna give him special treatment because he's my son? You're right. I love it. So you guys like the about it. Uh, yeah, actually, I do like the premise. Yeah, it yeah. was good. Um, nice. yeah. It was, I, I love any. I love basically any holiday slash certain type of setting theme horror movie. That could, yeah. yeah, I'm interested to see where the sequels go. I think you said they go supernatural. Completely 180. Yeah, they go all supernatural, killer, undead, ghostly. And queen. what makes me mad is they do not have a Blu-ray release of Hello, Mary Lou. So we're really talking like almost a slumming party. That would be right up their alley. That would be so amazing. Oh my a, god! A two pack with one and three, or two and three. I mean, yes, two I mean, both, yeah. both the Mary Lou movies. 
I'd buy that in a heartbeat. Yeah. No shit. Even no if we got like a Mary Lou NECA, that'd be dope. Oh. The, the, the burned one. Yeah, not, like, not, I was thinking like... they can do the Linnea Quigley one. So that why can't they do that? Then they do that with the two pack with uh, for, um, did they do her? Oh yeah, yeah see. Oh, so they shit. Could totally yeah, do right. Mary Lou, like Demon Mary. Hmm. That'd be cool as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we're keeping those on the roster for next year, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yes, because I know there's a few of them that we've all decided we're just like, you know what? We don't even need to fucking touch that shit. But those sound kind of interesting. Yeah. Oh I yeah, those are the ones that we're gonna have to do that. Yeah. All right. Prom Night Three might be a hard one to find. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't know that. I have the DVD for two. So. Prom Night Three is I, I watched it the other day. Really? I think it was on Tubi. Is it? Oh, yeah. Neat. Yeah. I love Tubi, dude. They have there's it's such a random fucking service, and I love it. Yeah. What it, what it does is it draws from all the less popular streaming services, and then uh, borrows the licenses from them. Uh, and then replaces that with commercials. So you're able to watch certain titles from these various streaming services with commercials. And the commercial interruption isn't that bad. So think of it like no, it really Google for obscure streaming services. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, the commercial breaks, I think I had like literally two of them this whole the whole movie. And it's not bad. No. Yeah, you get like three 15-second commercials. And you can watch all the Evil Bong movies. So... <laughs> I was going to wonder if you guys ever would want to go that cheesy. In I fucking... would be okay with that, only because I think I love Full well, Moon. Well, you, you did bring up the possibility of getting a Full Moon subscription. So. Yeah, I, I talked to Chad the other day. Uh, with oh. it, it, it would cost very minimal, and I was going to buy it anyway. Uh, full Moon is now offering the Puppet Master 1 through whatever. I think it's one through what is it, 12 movies. Holy fuck. Might only be 10. Yeah. 12, but you get the whole yeah, box set for Blu-rays. 60, for 60 bucks. Oh shit! And free when you buy the year subscription of Full Moon Features, mm -hmm. and the box that's normally 120. So I was gonna buy that and then just share the Full Moon Features code with us all, so then we can watch all the Killjoys, all the Puppet Masters, all the Evil Bongs, all the species, oh, 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 oh. subspecies, all the Trancers. Uh, I've only made it to Evil Bong too, so I haven't. <laughs> but you haven't even got to like uh, the space Evil ones Bong no. versus. No, no, I no oh. like. Because yeah, Evil I know. Bong is in the same universe as the Ginger Dead Man. And we got oh, that's a great movie. <laughs> Perfect. And then yes. we also get Doll Man versus Demonic Toys, another good movie. Uh <laughs> <Cool. laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I I, I, I watch them so much. Full Moon is a less sleazy version of Troma. Yes. Yeah, I can go with that. See. Wouldn't you almost want like Troma and Full Moon to combine together to have an awesome streaming service? Troma that would be fucking quick. Yeah. What's that? Troma oh. has their own streaming service. No, I was saying, but if they combined them both, dude, you could just call it like the. Well, Garden I think Fire. like all of these dudes should like some mogul, like horror mogul, like Eli Ross should buy off all these companies and like be one big streaming service, like the Netflix of horror. Well, I, would, I, wouldn't say, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say buy out the companies, but not, definitely but, get like, some kind of licensing like, yeah. agreement. Because like. Shutter's cool and all, but it's like Netflix light. <laughs> like we can like Netflix dark. Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> Netflix doesn't do horror. True. I mean they do, yeah, but and we get documentaries, but they're not like uh they're not as in quantities as like let's say we get Tiger King and then like four other fucking document docuseries come out that day. Like it's few and far between when we get new releases on that series and you know what i also don't like how they say it's a shutter exclusive and then three months later they sell out and become a walmart whore 
Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I saw Haunt the other day at Walmart for 10 bucks. If you if you pay close attention, mm-hmm. all of the streaming services exchange titles every few months. Yeah. You see so you see a horror movie that's on Amazon Prime, and then a couple months later it'll be on Shutter and it'll be off Prime, and then it'll move to Tubi or something else. They they right. they move them around. Like Friday the thirteenth, just in the past year, has been oh, on three separate horror. services. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess out just did something with CBS. Now CBS has one through eight on their streaming service. Oh shit! Okay. Wait, would that be Hulu? Because I think that's where I just. I think. Yeah. Oh, that, no, Hulu's NBC. NBC. Okay. That that reminds me. Just for the hell of it, I was messing around on Roku, and I turned on Pluto TV just to see what was on. I was switching through the different channels, and they have like they have their own horror live channel and stuff. And uh, I noticed they have a channel that just shows Degrassi episodes. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. So I went out to the living room to tell my wife. And I turned on to be or turned on the Roku out there and turned on Pluto TV. And the very first thing that came on was the original Friday the 13th. Nice. Yeah. It just happened to pop up. It's because of the contracts that Shutter uses with distribution. Okay, fair enough. Hannah would know about them. Boom. All righty. So I think, gentlemen, we are on the triple R's. Oh, premise. Oh, we said that. We said, oh, we, no, we, said we love the premise. Okay, uh, for me, this is a rewind for days. I'll rewind it to give it another chance as well. Remake's out because it's already dead. I kind of want to watch the remake again because I don't remember it, but I would. It's probably watching this again. Time period. I I marginally rewind. I don't want to just completely throw it away and ignore it ever happened. It's marginally because of uh, Leslie Nielsen and the. And Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis performance. Yeah, I mean, she did a really good job. I mean, you can't really discredit that whole movie just because. And again, any movie that come out around this time period should be accredited to starting the slasher. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's a proto slasher, so you can't really, you don't want to really give it too much grief. You can't knock it because this is the like, blueprint for so much. Yeah, they were still getting their feet wet. It was a new process. I love the movie in general, but you know, it just could have done more. But I still do love it. So, guys, uh, let's get into the uh, bloody VHS tapes. Uh, the rating. Uh, let's start with Chad. Chad, I'm going to give it two and a quarter. Okay, because I didn't hate it, but I also didn't love it. Okay. It's, it's middle of the road. Sex Machine. I will give it three. Okay. Uh, Solid uh, three. Big Johnny D. I'm going to go uh, two and a half, sir. And I will give it a three. 2.6. Okay. So that's fair enough. Yep. Uh, Prom Night 1980 gets a 2.6 out of five bloody VHS tapes for your official. Make, got to make a note of that here on because I don't have a pen here right in my handy dandy little notebook. So yeah, six. Okay. Uh, official. Johnny got that. Uh, Johnny got that reference. Yeah, I did. I always use that shit. Brody <laughs> <laughs> Kane says he just bought a signed Phantasm Two poster from Don Tor. How do you say that? Sorelli. Sequel. Amazing sequel and film series. I agree. Uh, best watched under the influence of cannabis. Uh, I have never made it past, what is there, five? Yes. Yeah. I think I got to three. Yeah, you don't need to watch Ravager. It's fucking garbage. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's it's, <laughs> it's basically a fan film. Yeah. But I'd never seen any. I didn't see Ravager. I saw three and four and don't really remember much of them. Is four the one that goes back and shows the origin of the tall man? Is that Oblivion? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know you can get the five pack on like Blu-ray for like 20 bucks or something like that. Yeah. Yo, so now that we're TJ, I got a question for you, man, because I know you you uh, are a fan of the Resident Evil series. So I've been pounding through those, and I finally finished them up about two nights ago. 
Never seen the last one until beautiful send off. I, you know what, dude? I was confused as fuck because I felt like they left a lot out in the beginning. So, like, like what the fuck happened, dude? What do you mean? So, like, all of a sudden, dude, like there was this big war, and then the next one starts and literally shows nothing. She's calling out of a hole in the ground, and everything's fucking like nuked. Like they didn't show anything. Well, I think they just skipped that whole thing. Just kind of like sk- jump to the fallout so they can start this story. I mean, I liked how like kind of like I, the jump between Mad Max and Road Warrior. Somewhere there, somewhere in the middle, there was a nuclear war. Yeah, yeah. Like it just also like I know they like try to like say like because I ended up I had to look it up, but it said like there was a it was a clone of Wesker that actually was at the end of that one. But I was like, they never fucking explained that. At least that I didn't catch. I mean, was that you, any? Other- are you sure you watched all the films in order? You didn't miss one. Yeah, you dude. All six movies. Yeah, because the last one was the final chapter. The one before that's the one where she's in Russia with the huge base where they have all the weird scenarios play out, and then like Leon and Ada's in that one. Well, they all go to Washington D.C. at the end there, where fucking Wesker is, yeah. and he's like, "We're doing the last stand." Well, then literally the next movie starts, and it's just her. Everybody else is like dead, but I saw the last stand is going to get, kill the Red Queen. Right, but then like it just—I mean, like everybody was wiped out. They didn't show anybody like fighting for survival or nothing. Like they're just. Well, like, I think that that just kind of be implied that Alice is, survives at the end. And, and they also—they also kept mentioning that they infected her with a fake T virus, but at the same time, the whole time she was worried about dying when she unleashed that thing at the end. So that's what I was also kind of confused on. So how did the series end anyway? Uh, she was Red Queen the whole time. Uh, she was a clone. She was a clone. clone of Red Queen. Oh, and that's why she's so special, right? It's and also a clone that actually survived the process, that so, was actually had the powers and shit. And that's where it kind of confused me because I thought the Red Queen was developed after the little girl number two, which no, right? Red Queen was in the first movie. Correct, but the yeah. little girl that was infected the whole time from the dad that was in the wheelchair because he yeah. was working on the T-virus to save her. Uh, That's what I was saying. Like, dude, the, the final chapter fucking, like, retconned all that shit, dude. And I was just like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, it just threw, like, I liked. I have to go back and watch it. it. Yeah, you will, dude, because I'm interested to see what your take is. Because, like, I liked. Last time I saw that was in theaters. <laughs> okay. I got to go, go back and revisit those. Like, So you're talking, like, four years ago. I think that was. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's. It was. uh Here's my problem with it, and I'm going to throw back to one of the movies that we did, and it was actually one of my picks, and I know we all shit on it, but it was Splinter. I felt like with this movie, a lot of fucking shaky cam. Like, I was just like, holy fuck, dude. Like, every scene is just, like, fucking super cut. And Yeah, I was complaining about that. Uh, She watches me play the Resident Evil games, and then she was watching the movies, and uh, we were watching, uh, I want to say Extinction, and uh, when the dogs get released... The quick cuts of them killing people. She's like, I felt like I just got cheated. <laughs> like, those dogs got released, and it was just quick cuts, and then boom, she's on the motorcycle. And I was like, Yeah. You're talking like, about uh, when those uh, weird people were trying to like uh, yeah. throw in the pit. Yeah, that was like actually. Poor baby. Yeah, that was a cool scene. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, I still liked. I feel like, dude, once you get to Resident Evil 6, you already know what you're kind of getting into. You know what I mean? You're not going in looking for a fucking top A movie here. You're going in for a fucking over action movie. Like, right. It's an over action game. Exactly. Not only that, but Paul Wes Anderson is essentially Rob Zombie. He's just like, listen, I'm going to make movies and put my wife at the role. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it right there. But you know what? They have their place in the canon of the Resident Evil, so. 
No, they I have, like them, dude. They have red fields. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, uh, listen, man, I was happy that they finally brought Leon in. Like, I wish they kept more of him in the last one. But, and you know. uh, big hammer dude shower scene. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, dude, yeah. that was fucking, yes. It was a great, listen, I'm going to get the six pack because I found it on uh, uh, fucking 4K Blu-ray for 30 bucks. Yo, send me that link, dude. I got to get that. All right. Um, but I was just like, I don't care that I just watched them all. I'm like, I'm still just going to fucking buy them. <laughs> but. And I like two only because of it's heavily based in Raccoon City. It just feels like I'm watching a uh, Resident Evil 2 game uh, movie. <laughs> I was happy. Yes. I was happy with last chapter that they did go back to Raccoon. Like that was, that was cool. And listen, there was a lot of cool stuff in that movie. The whole like him having the horde chase him as they're leading all the way to the fucking city. That was awesome. Yeah. But no, man, it was, it, it was a good series. I just wish the last movie had more answers, but you know, it is what it I is. Think it just made us start a secondary live. Because we went over 100 minutes. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, shit. I say we're going until 8 o'clock. That's the latest we've ever gone. Yeah, we might want to wrap this up, guys. Yeah. Right. So, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> we still going? No, we're still going. It just, some weird okay. thing. Say, it still says live. So. Oh, dude, we've reached so many people. <laughs> well, does anybody else have any last minute horror things they want to address? Oh, the sad thing is, this wouldn't have been as long of an episode if it wasn't for that 10 minutes of technical difficulties. Yes, true. Yeah, this is true. Fair true. enough. That all be cut out in audio. So, Listen, as best we could. Awesome, because you don't have to deal with that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. For real. Oh, fuck. Well, so, yeah. This was a fun episode, guys. Yeah, I like this. For sure. This was good. This was very good. I loved it. Now I got to go back and rewatch all Resident Evil because it's been so goddamn long. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Johnny. Distinction. So I'm got to, I'm got to dig into that at some point. Just to let you know, they have two, three, and four on Netflix. Nice. I know it's really weird, just those particular numbers, but you know, if you're looking for them, <laughs> itself is funny ass thing. What the hell is behind Bob? That lamp that like blinds me. Yes. thank you for joining us on another episode of the Gormore podcast your favorite horror movie podcast this is your host with the motherfucking most tj bowser signing off this is your dark lord of knowledge chad crispin saying see you later bitches this is big johnny d saying see you later gorehounds this is your killing machine bobby saying i'll kill you later